Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your Chakra Coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hi, it's Sarah with a special message for newer listeners. This show used to be called Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss, but in January of 2021, I changed it to Your Chakra Coach to better reflect the broader, more holistic approach to wellness we started exploring. If you notice a slight focus on weight loss in these early episodes, that's why. But I think you'll find the overall information universal and relevant to you. Enjoy! Hello, all you beautiful people, and welcome to episode five, Solar Plexus Chakra Basics. My name is Sarah Bright. I'm a holistic health coach, and we are talking about chakra balancing for weight loss. I got the nicest reminder earlier this week that I have been forgetting to introduce myself. So here I am introducing myself so you know who you're listening to. I get just so excited about our topic. I just skip over the basics and uh, move right to the topic. So we're going to get going, and that fits right in with our next chakra, the solar plexus chakra and your right to do and act. The Sanskrit name, Manipura. The color, yellow. The element is fire. You can find your solar plexus chakra between the navel and the bottom of your sternum, just above your belly button, kind of where you would place a fist if you were going to do the Heimlich maneuver on somebody, right there between the bottoms of your rib cages, right below the bone that connects them and where the rib cage starts to separate. That's at the seventh and eighth thoracic vertebra of your spine. The solar plexus chakra is located near the pancreas and some other digestive organs, and it's associated with an endocrine gland, some endocrine glands called the islets of Langerhans. So these glands are in the pancreas and they are partly responsible for producing insulin, which is an incredibly important hormone to balance properly for weight loss. And insulin problems can cause a whole host of other metabolic diseases. So balancing the solar plexus chakra is very important uh, to getting your insulin under control, either too much or too little, or low sensitivity to it to for general health, not just for weight loss, but to have a body that's working in sync with itself. The nerve center this chakra works with is the solar nerve plexus, not surprisingly, solar plexus chakra, solar nerve plexus, these things are not always complicated. <laughs> uh, that nerve plexus is part of the sympathetic nerve system in the pit of the stomach. These nerves help regulate the body's unconscious or automatic responses, including the fight or flight response, which you might have heard of. That's when you receive a stimuli from your environment and your body reacts to it by giving you a bunch of hormones to set yourself up to either fight the danger or flee from the danger. That's the fight or flight response. The solar plexus is also responsible for what we're calling these days the gut brain. People talk about having two brains, the one in your head you're very familiar with, but also the brain in your stomach. 
And there's a lot of research out there right now showing that what happens in our digestive system plays a major role in just about everything. Some people attribute what's called leaky gut with responsibility for the majority, if not all, of the ills and illnesses in our society today. Leaky gut means that the walls of the intestines or your stomach are more permeable, more, more permeable than they should be. Uh, they have more holes in them, you know, tiny microscopic holes, but it, they're allowing toxins and other bad stuff to pass directly into your bloodstream instead of being filtered out through the normal digestive process. Uh, so the research is still being done on this. Some medical professionals are hesitant to recognize it as a legitimate condition, but I definitely think we should keep our eyes on this. I think in the next few years, a lot of research is going to come out regarding the gut, the stomach, the intestines, and their connections to all kinds of diseases. And the solar plexus is going to be vital to balance to keep this in order. There are also a host of bacteria living in our digestive tract that can help or hurt us depending on what kind they are and how much we have. They help us digest our food. They uh, help break down parts of the food that our bodies aren't good at doing. So we have sort of a symbiotic relationship with these bacteria. We want them there, most of them, not ones that are making you sick, of course, but some of the ones in your gut serve a vital function to your health. That's actually one of the problems with antibiotics, specifically the overuse of antibiotics. Uh, antibiotics don't discriminate between good bacteria and bad bacteria. They just kill all your gut bacteria and can leave you with a bunch of other problems. Now, that is absolutely not to say you shouldn't take antibiotics if you have an infection. Do take your medicine. But be aware that not everything requires an antibiotic. Sometimes you have a virus. An antibiotic won't help with that. And if you take an antibiotic, you're just killing your gut bacteria and you're not solving your illness. Uh, if you do take them, you may need to take steps to actively rebalance your gut bacteria with probiotics and whatnot. Uh, so that was a little bit of a side note, but that's very important to the solar plexus chakra because that chakra regulates the fire of digestion. So any imbalance here is not going to do good things for your health or your digestion or your weight loss goals. The associated issues with the solar plexus chakra, power, anxiety, personal growth, fear, stress, positive energy, radiance, letting go, perspective, right action, transformation, willpower. The third and final survival chakra, the solar plexus chakra, is all about stress. It's a lot like the sacral chakra. You can start to see how these energetic centers are building on one another, right? If we haven't gotten the first two started on their balancing journey, it's just going to get tougher as we move up the energetic channels. Now, so many people feel all kinds of stress in their stomachs and related organs. You know, our, our language even reflects this. It's so common. We get a gut feeling. If you hear bad news, you might get sick to your stomach. You can have a gut reaction. People say, trust your gut. Um, you know, I'm like this a lot, right? If I'm stressed, the first place I feel it is in my stomach. If I feel sick, uh, I can't eat or eating makes me feel sick or anxiety, anxiety. Do any of you feel anxiety in your stomach? Like it's just, it feels bad in your core and you kind of hunch forward and pull 
your belly in towards your spine. That's the solar plexus and anxiety. Uh, so stress is a real problem uh, with this chakra and in our life. You know, stress by itself isn't necessarily bad. In fact, some stress is good and causes us to change and grow. Have you ever had an experience where at the time, in the moment, it's, it's awful. It feels terrible. You're uncomfortable. You feel stress. And then once you get through the event or make the changes and grow as a person, you look back and say, man, you know, it felt like the worst thing that had ever happened to me. But in the end, I'm so glad I went through it because if I hadn't, I wouldn't be the person I am now. I wouldn't have the things I have now. That's the solar plexus causing us to change and grow or allowing us to change and grow. Reacting to stress in a positive way. So sometimes our reactions to stress or our inability to deal with the constant pressure of the modern world can cause us to constantly have an unbalanced solar plexus chakra. If we can't let go of stress, we can't let go of weight. The body simply will not allow it hormonally or energetically. The solar plexus chakra is often referred to as our power center, and this is absolutely true. And balancing power is absolutely essential. Power taken to the extreme causes us to want to dominate one another, exerting power over each other instead of power over ourselves. And Conversely, lack of power causes us to acquiesce to others, to give in to everything someone else wants, and again, have no power over ourselves. So we have to find the balance between those two extremes. That is vital to living a healthy, happy life and to any weight loss goals that you might have. Being sure and secure in yourself from the root, preserving that sense of self in the sacral area, And then being empowered to take correct and right action to stand up for who you are and go after that in a way that strengthens you and the people in your life. Rather than pushing anyone down or even lifting anyone up at the expense of your own self-worth. That's the work here. Strengthening your inner core to be the best person you can be. Now, The best person we can be is not the skinniest. It is not the person who conforms to an external norm. In our work with weight loss, the best person we can be is someone who is balanced physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and energetically to be healthy and safe in our bodies and with our goals. And our solar plexus chakra tells us that we have the right to do and to act in our own interest. The support of our sacral chakra in our relationships with others shows us how to act in a way that encourages bonds rather than tears bonds down. Let's talk about willpower for a second. That's part of this chakra. And when we start a new diet or exercise program, tell me if this has ever happened to you. When you start a new diet or exercise program, You're filled with excitement and energy and your actions are driven from the powerhouse, the solar plexus. You do great for a while and then that energy fades and we give up. 
that's like every New Year's resolution ever, right? But why? Why does that happen? Because the flare-up in the chakra is temporary. It isn't actually balanced. Your initial focus on the area caused it to come to the front, caused the solar plexus to be your dominant chakra for a while. But unless you are truly doing the work of changing your energetic self, it won't last. I talked a little bit about this in the first episode, and now you can really see how that's happening step by step. One of my favorite examples is a 30-day challenge. A 30-day challenge. And not that I'm opposed to 30-day challenges. They're fine. They're great. They have their place. But a 30-day challenge is like having a fire in your fireplace that's burning slowly and surely with logs and solid fuel. Fuel that burns steadily. And a 30-day challenge or a New Year's resolution sometimes is like adding a piece of newspaper to the fire, right? You get this big flare up, a big flame that leaps high and hot and bright for like three seconds. And you could keep adding that, but eventually you'll run out of newspaper or you get tired of constantly having to be adding things to the fire, right? It's exhausting. You never really get to sit back and enjoy the fire because you're constantly maintaining it and just adding and adding and looking for more things to put in there. That's a 30-day challenge, right? Because you get to day 31 after it's over, the challenge is over and nothing's being added to your fire anymore. You know, it's over. There's no more daily email. There's no more motivating posts on Instagram. Maybe the Facebook group shuts down. So you haven't done any lasting work, anything that's going to change you permanently, And also, if you look, if your root or your sacral chakras are not grounded and balanced themselves, then the support structure under your solar plexus isn't there to support the balance and the whole thing begins to crumble. So if that happens, and it's totally normal, it's totally normal for that to happen. It's the, it's the fight or flight response again, right? You have a challenge, you have something in that external stimuli And you get a little boost to your solar plexus. The fire lights up high and you go and then you return to baseline. And that's how the system is supposed to work. It's good. It's healthy. You definitely want that. So if that happens, what do we do? We beat ourselves up. We say terrible things to ourselves. We think, oh, I'm a bad person. I should have been able to do that. I'm a failure. Uh, Anything negative like that. We just beat ourselves up, negative self-talk, over and over again. What if we, instead of that, just took a step back and instead decided to be curious about what happened rather than engaging in negative self-talk? What if you said, interesting, I wonder what's happening in my thoughts and feelings that caused me to act or not act in that particular way. And let's address the cause of the behavior instead of trying to just change the behavior through a temporary blast of fire in your solar plexus. Now, there are two main blocks in the solar plexus chakra that can prevent losing weight. Stress and insulin sensitivity. And we've covered stress and how 
Neglecting to deal with our ever more challenging lives is preventing weight loss. We talked a little bit about that in Sacral Chakra Basics. And at the risk of getting too into the sciencey side of things, just know that if you have low insulin sensitivity, your body is not going to use its fuel. That's the food you eat or the fat stores on your body. It's not going to use that fuel very efficiently and losing weight becomes very difficult. Now, stress reduction can help improve insulin sensitivity. So that is what we will focus on here with our meditation. This is easily my favorite anytime meditation. I've been doing it personally for over 20 years, and it's a simple, easy, and effective way to instantly calm your body and mind's reaction to stress. I've taught it to literally hundreds of people, and so many have told me how it changed their lives. Here it is, step by step. Sit or lie comfortably and close your eyes. Exhale fully through your nose, then inhale fully through your nose. Exhale fully, and inhale. Imagine that the air is filling your low belly first, then the ribs, then the chest. As you exhale, the air leaves the chest, the ribs, and the low belly. Repeat this three to five times. your right thumb to close your right nostril and breathe deeply through your left nostril. Then open the right nostril and use your right ring finger to close your left nostril. Exhale fully through the right nostril. Then inhale fully through the right nostril. Switch back to the thumb closing the right nostril. Release the left and exhale fully through the left nostril. That's one cycle. Let's do it again. Inhale through the left nostril. Open the right nostril. Use your right ring finger to close your left nostril. Exhale fully on the right. Inhale fully on the right. Switch back to the thumb close, release the ring finger, and exhale fully. Repeat that several more times on your own.
Breath slow. At the end of your next cycle, release both nostrils. Take three to five inhalations and exhalations through both nostrils to complete the work. Thank you. 